This is Talking Points, a public affairs podcast from Lessig and Camper Communications, presenting issues and ideas that are impacting Ohio and other regions of the country. Hello, this is Mark Rickle with Lessig Camper Communications. You probably know someone who suffers from mental illness or addiction, a family member, a friend, a coworker. Ohioans are suffering from addiction and mental illness in unprecedented numbers. Approximately 2.3 million Ohioans suffer from mental illness and substance abuse disorders have hit Ohio very hard, especially in its rural areas. These issues are affecting residents of all ages and ethnicities. Today, we are joined by Brian Bailey's co-founder and CEO of Thrive Peer Recovery Services. Thrive has a presence throughout the state with several offices. Thrive provides services that guide those with mental illness and put those with substance use issues on the road to recovery. Thrive is available to those enrolled in Ohio Medicaid, as well as those with Anthem Health Insurance. We'll be talking to Brian about their work and what peer support is. But the peer support model is part of a growing national movement because of its exceptional outcomes, and it sounds like Thrive is the gold standard in peer support in Ohio. Also joining Brian is Thrive's Human Resources Director, Emily Pastorius. Welcome, Brian and Emily. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Mark. Well, let, let me start by asking, what is peer support and, and why does it work so well? Well, uh, thanks for asking that, Mark. Peer support is basically an individual uh, that has experienced a mental health diagnosis or substance uh, use disorder and has two years of recovery, helping somebody in early recovery. And the mission of peer support is to help an individual to get back to a sense of independence, of independent living. And it works so well because an individual can build trust very quickly with a person in recovery. If that person in recovery knows that that individual has experienced what they have gone through, that builds trust and allows the the relationship to work. Well, and Brian, you co-founded Thrive. Um, Can you give us a little background on what inspired you to start the organization? Sure. So the last thing I ever thought I would be doing is working in a company like Thrive. I'm a business person. I started my career in public accounting. Uh, Then I uh, had a uh, consulting practice for about 20 years. And about eight years ago, I suffered a very bad relapse on alcohol coupled with debilitating depression and uh, really bad anxiety. And I bounced around treatment. I ended up in what's called a partial hospitalization program. And that program really helped me get back to life. And in that particular program was uh, seven other people just like me. One particular peer really helped me get my confidence back, helped me get my smile back. And I knew I wasn't ready to go back to work. So that uh, experience was the genesis of starting uh, Thrive Peer Recovery Support. And I understand the company is growing rapidly and has positions uh, open around the state. Tell us about that. 
So we were started in uh, 2018. At that time, we had about six employees and we were serving about 270 clients. Uh, today, we have a staff right around 150 uh, serving nearly 4,000 clients across the state. So we're rapidly growing, growing tremendously and have a huge need uh, for peer supporters as well as other positions to continue to support uh, our growth and our operations. Well, thank you, Emily. And, and then describe the work environment at Thrive and, and why is this a place where uh, people would want to work? Yeah, absolutely. So our culture is something that we really pride ourselves in and really work to make sure that this is a place where people want to be and want to work. Uh, we are very mission driven. Every person who works at Thrive is really committed to our mission, to peer support. Uh, and it's an incredibly passionate and supportive team. Uh, we also have a spirit of continuous improvement. So we're always looking to improve as a company and as an organization uh, to continue to enhance our employees' experience. You know, we spend so much of our day and our time working. We really want our team to find value in that and uh, to make a difference and to be impactful and to find meaning and purpose uh, in their role and in their position. And then, and then, Brian, can you give us some examples of the uh, help your peer support uh, su peer supporters offer? Sure. Um, so our peer supporters may help an individual. Maybe somebody needs a driver's license. Um, maybe they need to go to a support group and they're uncomfortable going by themselves. Uh, or they want to get a GED and they don't know how to go through that process. Or they may... Uh, need to sign up for food stamps. Any type of support that that individual needs, our peer supporters can help them with. We uh, have connections with resources in just about every county in the state of Ohio uh, to be able to ensure that we're providing that peer and meeting their needs. And then Emily, if, if, if someone is interested in becoming a peer supporter, what kind of qualifications do they need to meet? So one of the most important qualifications of being a peer supporter is having that lived experience. That's what makes our peer supporters so unique, especially as it relates to other positions or roles within the behavioral health field. Uh, so there is a lived experience uh, component to the position. Also through the state of Ohio, there's some new paths. So uh, in addition to a peer recovery supporter, there's now also a peer family supporter and a uh, peer youth supporter. So based on your lived experience, you could fall into one of those three categories. So a peer recovery supporter has their own lived experience uh, with substance use disorder or a mental health diagnosis. A family peer supporter has lived experience navigating the different care systems on behalf of a child uh, who experiences uh, behavioral health uh, needs, uh, including substance use disorders or mental health diagnoses. And then a youth peer supporter uh, has that their own lived experience, but is um, has experience as a youth. Uh, navigating those systems. And they're also required by the state uh, to be between the ages of 18 and 30. So it really uh, gives that ability for a youth going through uh, 
these experiences to be able to connect and build that trust to someone that they can really relate to. So the state of Ohio has done a great job of opening up uh, these multiple pathways uh, to becoming a peer supporter, and I think recognizes uh, the importance and the success ultimately of peer support by offering uh, these new uh, certifications. Well, and then uh, you you mentioned that there, there are different pathways with uh, through the state, so there is a certification process. And can you talk a little bit about you know what that process looks like? Um, you know, are there fees and what other requirements are there for someone that's interested in looking at this line of work? Absolutely. So uh, the certification is done through OMAS, which is uh, the state agency who certifies peer supporters. Uh, On their website is a great resource, but here at Thrive, we're happy to walk anyone through the process. So if you reach out to the HR team here at Thrive, we all are very, very familiar uh, with the process and with the website. And anybody who has that lived experience, we would be more than happy to take them through these steps. Uh, But there is uh, 16 hours of online courses that somebody would take. Um, Those are at no cost. Then there's a 40-hour training, uh, and this depends on whether it's recovery, family, or youth, uh, those are generally free. Those are usually most often uh, put on by various county boards across the state, uh, and we can usually find somebody uh, a training that would be at no cost to them. Uh, they The one financial component uh, to achieving certification would be getting a BCI, which is a fingerprint background check through the state, and submitting that along with your application. Uh, But that's really the only cost associated with uh, becoming a certified peer supporter. So it's definitely time intensive and multiple steps. But as I mentioned, we're more than happy to take somebody through each of those steps and help them along the path of achieving certification through the state. And, and I understand that they're, you're, you're looking for um, both clinical and administrative professionals to join the team. Uh, what can you tell us about you know, what you're looking for in that regard? Yeah, absolutely. So peer supporters are definitely our uh, highest volume position that we recruit for, but there's a lot of behind the scenes support that makes the operation work and makes this happen. So that includes clinical backing. So that could be counselors or CDCAs, and that clinical team really works to coordinate care, uh, make sure that we're providing the right clinical services for our peers. Uh, And then we also have administrative support. So it's the folks in the background who uh, keep everything moving, keep everything processing. uh, And we do have uh, those positions and we do have uh, work work location flexibility uh, for most of those positions as well, which has been really well received and great for our team. Now, for somebody that's interested in, in applying, if, if they don't see a current opening that is in, uh, fit for their background, it sounds like you're going to be potentially adding new staff and new programming going forward. Is that correct? That is correct. I would encourage anyone who's interested and in thrive in our mission and has that experience and really wants to get involved 
to reach out with us. Even if we don't have a position open right at that moment, we would love to build that relationship. And if something uh, does open up, then we already have that relationship. Another great way to uh, find out what's going on at Thrive is to follow us on our social media channels. So we'll share jobs out there. We'll share what's going on, different programs that we're launching. Uh, So that's a great way to stay up to date with what the company is doing as well uh, in different potential positions that could be opening up. Now, Emily, um, in follow-up with that question, uh, could you tell us about where those jobs would be located? Are they throughout Ohio or are they in a specific region of the state? Yeah, so we are located across the entire state of Ohio, and actually some of our highest need positions are in some of our more rural counties here in the state. So I encourage anyone uh, in the state of Ohio and really potentially beyond uh, to apply or reach out if you have any interest at all in working with Thrive and helping us achieve our mission. Well, let me ask if if um, if Thrive is flexible for for potential candidates about scheduling and, and hybrid and remote options. Yes, we are. Uh, this is something that's really important to us. We got feedback from our team that this kind of flexibility is something that they value. So in the positions where it makes sense, uh, we do allow for that uh, flexible work location. People are able to come into the office, they're able to work remote, and we really value uh, that flexibility for our staff, particularly our administrative staff, where uh, they have that ability to really do their jobs from anywhere. And then, Brian, um, Thrive was recently selected by the state to develop and uh, manage a statewide call center for mental health crisis response for children, youth, and adults under the age of 21 for their, and their families. Can you tell me about what that work will involve, what kinds of people you're looking for to help with that call center? Uh, sure. There's uh, a number of uh, individuals that we'll be looking for um, that have a, a skill set to be able to handle uh, a crisis call. Something has to be taken care of, you know, very quickly. Um, what the job really entails is a linkage. Um, so they're going to take the call, assess the situation, and link the individual to uh, an MRSS provider or a crisis provider um, immediately. Um, so there's, you know, quite a bit of training involved. But again, it's somebody that can handle a situation that's a little bit more pressure. Um, and, you know, can be able to handle that in a very diplomatic fashion. Great. Now, Emily, um, you mentioned before for people that were interested to look into the social media channels um, that Thrive currently utilizes. Um, but for those that might be interested in learning more about, you know, Thrive services or any uh, employment opportunities that are available, you know, could you tell us a website or a phone number if people might want to call as well? Absolutely. So our website is thrivepeersupport.com. To view any of our open positions, you can navigate right to the careers tab. Uh, And then our general office line is 216-220-8774. And the recruiting extension is extension two. So anyone that answers that line would be more than happy to talk about any of the opportunities uh, that we have here at Thrive. Outstanding. Well, uh, that is all the time we have. Uh, Thank you, Brian and Emily, for uh, taking some time and sharing with us all that is going on at Thrive. Um, We wish you the best going forward. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark.